Welcome to the Video Gamer Podcast, episode 254. My name is Colin Mahern, and with me this week, 2121, it's Rich Walker. Hello. And stop it, Dad, it's Alice Bell. Hello. Now, of course, I know the two of you champing at the bit to uh, reference the cultural reference or acknowledge football. football. Uh, no, well, it's football related. However, I, I would be quite surprised if you didn't see it. Uh, one Jamie. Oh, oh no, 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 no. Well, I mean, I've give, given it away, you know. But uh, go on. So th- this, um, like, this guy was driving on the motorway next to Jamie Carragher, mm-hmm. who is a. He's on Sky Sports and stuff, right? And yep. he was taunting him because of the the result of a recent football match. Yep, one that had ju- just happened. And Jamie Carragher got cross and spat into the open window of the other car. Him. Mm. And uh, hit a, a small 14-year-old child who was oh, in wow. there as well. Although, do you know what I really enjoyed about this? was all right, like The clip itself lasts for about 30 seconds. And it's this guy driving up to Jamie Carragher and saying, yeah, 2-1, 2-1, mate. And then Jamie Carragher, like, the, the amount of spit he's able to produce. He gobbed a lot of gob. Like, well, he's a footballer. I mean, this is true. Plenty of practice. <laughs> yeah. But he's just, he, he must have, like, reservoirs of saliva <laughs> in his cheeks and just, yeah, flung it at the car. But, oh. the, but the thing, Jamie should have known, in a moving vehicle, you're going to get the majority of it. Yeah. Like, he, you're, it's not going to land on... The, I suppose oh, did the, the recipient intended town. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, although, do you know? I mean, it is. A, it is a dark. This is the dark timeline, isn't it? Because of it, like his daughter, right? The fourteen-year-old that apparently got spit on her, which I would question anyway. First of all, but Jamie Carragher spat in the direction of man and child. <laughs> uh, but the father was just like. Oh, Oh, look, Jamie Carragher spat on a 14-year-old child. It's just you can hear cha-ching yeah, in his head. Yeah. There is no concern for the daughter, nor what has happened, yeah, really. Yeah. It's kind of it's a sad, sad situation we're really in, is. isn't it? Can't, can't do anything these days without being filmed. Yeah, I say can't, can't do anything as if spitting on a 14-year-old I mean, yes, child is sp- it. Spitting on anyone. You can't even flop in a car anymore. Yeah, I can't, like, I can't honestly say that I've gotten so angry at any point that I have spat on that's, another person. That's, that's the thing. How angry do you have to get? No, yeah, Jamie, never crossed my mind. Jamie had apparently been goaded into this three or four times prior to the recording of the video. Um, yeah. But... So I understand we all lose our cool, but I just I don't know to spit on someone. Mm. I've never spat on anyone in anger. There's very yeah, few people I, I've never spat on anyone in anything else either. I should say no. that's like joy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's very few people I'd spit. Maybe rich, but like other well, than yeah. other, I mean, other than sure. him, I don't know. I can't really. Okay, and that would be all emotions as well, Rich. So, right, right. Like yeah, anger, but also joy, yeah. confusion. We, yeah. yeah. <laughs> On to the news this week, and we are following up last week's big story. Donald Trump, he was getting all of video games into one room and saying. What's going on? What's going on with your violence? Yeah. yeah, why are you letting this thing continue? Exactly. Why yeah, are how why, could you? Why are games still happening? So, uh, for those who who, who may be just joining us, this uh, Donald Trump called a meeting. Um, at first, invo- just involving the video game industry, but hadn't gotten in touch mm. with any video game industry folks. Funnily yeah. enough, uh, after the school shooting in Florida. And uh, at this meeting at the the White House, you had the ESA, who kind of are, I suppose, what would you call them, the the, the governing body of all many uh, different publishers. Um, I can't remember what the acronym stands for. Are they the um, Electronics something agency? (laughs) Sure, yeah. (laughs) Sounds like something from The Shield or something. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, they were on one end of the table, uh, along with representatives from Bethesda and Take-Two. And at the other end of the table, kind of fighting against video game violence, was uh, the Parents Television Council. Um, And... In short... It's not television. What the fuck were they doing there? <laughs> you connect it to a telly. <laughs> uh, well, it, for, I suppose the Parents Television Council, for those unaware, are a... Uh, uh, I suppose they just don't really like... They, 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 they fight for censorship. Yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, during the meeting, not a hell of a lot happened, to be honest. Uh, the White House issued a statement, said... Uh, during today's meeting, the group spoke with the president about the effect that violent video games have on our youth, especially young males. Um, and 
Uh, where's the... Re- oh, yeah. The president acknowledged some studies have indicated there is a correlation between video game violence and real violence. The conversation centred on whether violent video games, including games that graphically simulate killing, uh, desensitise our community to violence. Now, Melissa Henson of the Parents Television Council, she said that the meeting was, was more about, quote, information gathering. It was a fact-finding mission. Um, what? How, what? Like... <laughs> Do games make to... uh, these violent games making people violent and shoot up schools? No, no, they don't. The end. Um, the uh, so the ESA also issued a statement after the meeting and said we welcome the opportunity today to meet with the president and other elected officials at the White House. We discussed the numerous scientific studies establishing that there is no connection between vi- video games and violence, First Amendment protection of video games, and how our industry's rating system effectively helps parents make informed entertainment choices. Then Melissa Henson said that what I heard in today's meeting is that the entertainment industry is still fighting to maintain the status quo and is not ready to or willing to confront the impact that media violence has on our children. So we're at a stalemate and both sides are going video games are grand. Uh, the violence is, isn't having an effect on people whilst the other side is going, yes, they are. And we're, whilst the White House then is just saying, eh, we're just kind of, yeah, yeah, gathering gathering facts. But one, I should have checked, but I can only imagine one of the most popular videos now on the White House's YouTube channel. Oh my God. Because mm. uh, I think at time of recording it had about 1.3 or 1.4 million views is a, a, a one, uh, an 88 second, sorry, an 88 second um, montage of violence in video games. Completely that, out of context. That shows... <laughs> Is Call of Duty, Fallout... Uh, uh, yeah, it's Fallout 4. Wolfenstein. Uh, yes, Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein yeah. in there. There's, there's oh, there's the, there and the, the, the no... I suppose when you talk about there being no context, mm. the no Russian level from Modern yeah. Warfare 2 is out in context, there. it looks really terrible. All of it looks pretty yeah. shocking. Now, the, the idea... The idea <laughs> in context, it's not so shocking. The idea for the no Russian level, for those that may not be aware, is... You are, and correct me if I'm wrong, Rich, you're undercover, aren't you? Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. uh, as a terrorist, I suppose. And you're yeah. in an airport and you take control of the airport and you have the option to gun down everyone mm. or leave them alone. And I think if you leave them alone, the, your crew don't you blow shoot your them cover, either, do don't you? No, I think you blow your cover. Because oh, you? your crew I is think, shooting them. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, but you, you can definitely walk you can, through, though. Or you can, you can pretend to shoot and sort of deliberately miss. Yeah. I think you can do that's something can you, you do can that? do. Yeah. It's very intelligent if you can do that. Yeah, I think I try to do that. <laughs> but yeah, so as you say, right, out of context. Yeah. Like well, they fair enough. But just playing devil's advocate here, quite violent. Well, yeah. Well, they are violent. Yeah. I don't think anyone's disputing the fact that the games are violent. <clears throat> and I it, it like if they're saying children should not play these games, I would agree with them in yeah. the same way that I would not take a child to see Schindler's List 2 or, or like Audition have you seen that 300 Spartan Harder or whatever do you know what I mean like so yeah but it's not making people shoot up schools mm. I think currently <laughs> but this video I found amazing for several reasons right not because it was no context clips of but uh, firstly because they uploaded it without an age gate <laughs> yeah uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and secondly, because it was clips from streamers. So, like, the White House is citing genuinely someone, I think they're called, like, No Scope of 420 or something. Uh, <laughs> you can see it in the corner of the screen. Brilliant. It's amazing. It's the best thing. It's so good. <laughs> like, this this argument will probably be brought up again. Yeah. Uh, in a number of years' Forever. time, probably. Yeah. Like, the. Uh, I have a little fact here from Kotaku. Uh, where is it? But I think it's something like. The PTC, which is the Parents Television Council, it says that, yeah, here it is. The, um, the biggest contributor to gun violence is mental health and access to guns. And then kind of media, uh, exposure to violent media is behind that. Mm. So surely that answers their, their questions, doesn't it? It's like the fellow who tried to shoot Reagan said he was inspired by Taxi Driver. Mm-hmm. So... It's been in movies forever, so I don't know why video games are any different. Well, they're not. They're as not. as the feature that I put up on Friday will attest mm. to, games have about the same effect as 
TV or movies. And where can they read that, Alice? Read that on videogamer.com. Excellent. Just mm-hmm. like you can you can catch up on all of the Nintendo Direct stuff. Rich, I know you personally. You oh. were you were up, uh, was it Wednesday <laughs> night? Last Wednesday or Thursday? Uh, up until 11 o'clock, I think, Rich. Well past your bedtime. Watching yeah. the latest Nintendo Direct. Was I? I don't remember that. Uh, <laughs> you were in a haze because of all the fantastic announcements <laughs> that came from it. No, there is... A ridiculous amount. So to go through some of them and then we'll kind of discuss the bigger ones. Uh, like on the Switch, you have Okami, uh, the HD version of that coming to to Switch. Good. Um, there is a Dark Souls Amiibo coming, which is quite quite good, I suppose. Mm. Uh, Octopath Traveler, which is the, the upcoming RPG. They, re- they revealed two new characters for that. The absolutely brilliant Captain Toad Treasure Tracker is making its way to Switch as well on the 13th of July. Undertale is being ported to the Switch. No date on on that at all. Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy will be on the Switch on the 10th of July, which, uh, I mean, I'm guessing we're going to see that on Xbox as well soon. Yeah, that's been confirmed. July, June, July. Has that been confirmed? Yeah, it's been confirmed, yeah. Um, uh, The complete edition of Little Nightmares, which will include all the DLC and the game itself, uh, is also coming to Switch on the 18th of May. Fra- uh, South Park Fractable Hole will be on the Switch on the 24th of April. And Hyrule Warriors Definitive Edition will be out on the Switch on the 18th of May. I know a game that Alice is chomping at the bit to play, to That's revisit Warriors, yeah. once again. Uh, there was a few announcements as well on the 3DS, such as WarioWare Gold. Um, everyone loves a bit of WarioWare. On uh, the 3rd of August... Um, and there's a remake of Luigi's Mansion as well. That's going to be on a uh, remake of the 3DS uh, version. That is going to be on, uh, or coming out, I should say, later this year. But the, kind of the, the bigger things to take away from this Nintendo Direct uh, is that we have a release date for Mario Tennis Aces on the 22nd of June. Uh, there's going to be 15 playable characters. Um, and yeah, we got a lovely new trailer for that. There's going to be a Splatoon 2 update as well coming later uh, later next month. Um, and as well, it's been made official. Super Smash Brothers is coming to the Nintendo Switch. Um, so all we like we just got a little teaser which showed the oh god, what are they called again? Inklings, is it? The kids or the Squid Kids? What are they called? Um, it's one or the other. The oh, stu- the Splatoon yeah. gang. Um, the Splatoon, <laughs> Splatoon children, to give them their official title. Uh, they were shown off in the Smash Brothers trailer. Uh, we got a look at Link as well, and Mario himself. So, we can... It was very ominous. It was. It was, it was quite dark, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> maybe, it's, maybe it's taking a turn. But still no word on whether this will be the previously reported remake of the Wii U and 3DS version or something new. Uh, like, we have seen with the Switch and even from this Direct, they do enjoy taking the games that were on Wii U and putting them on Switch because, you know, you have a bigger... <laughs> like, people... Yeah. This is a console that people are buying in their droves, so you're going to go, well, have we, ha- we go. had we yeah. had some good games, so, mm. yeah, as you say, let's have, let's have a second go yeah. at this. But, I don't know, I'd be a bit upset if it was... If it was the same same game, just a bit prettier and maybe included more characters, I'd like something new. Like oh, I'm, yeah. I'm not exactly the biggest fan of Smash Brothers anyway, but st- I don't know. Like uh, like having it's a little bit of release re-release fatigue. Mm. I find uh, with some of the bigger Switch franchises, but the link in this, uh, which oh god, who did I see? Was that on Twitter? I saw someone spot that. I can't remember. Um, someone spotted that the link in this is the link from Breath of the Wild. Right. So that suggests it would be new. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully. Perhaps, yeah. Okay. Is Smash Brothers something you used to play on? I played know, on the GameCube, GameCube a lot. Smash Brothers Melee was the GameCube one. I believe that's most people's favourite. Yeah, it was great. I loved that game. Um yeah, but my mate wiped my memory card. I'd unlocked everything Ooh. in it, and I was gutted. So, um, yeah, it's hard to go back to that now. Uh, too many pain, painful memories. Mm. Your memory card had a little sticker with your name on it. <laughs> Cullum's memory card, do not touch. <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely. Do yeah. I, do I, I'd want to be running into the same issues as you, Rich. Well, yeah. Having that happen to me. Um, but yeah, Alice, any, 
Any excitement towards a, a new Smash Brothers or a, a a reason to revisit or visit for the first time Smash Brothers for the worst Smash Brothers title in the world, mm. Super Smash Brothers for Wii U and 3DS? What could they not yeah. come up with a fucking <laughs> I don't know? Is that what Kablamo? They it? Yeah, that's what they call really? it. Yeah, oh, well, it's terrible. Yeah, lazy. Very lazy. lazy. It's very descriptive. Let's say they had melee brawl. They could have had. Big fight. Yeah, fight. Ruckus. You know, it, yeah. ruckus, ruckus. I yeah, like yeah. that. Right. Smash Brothers Ruckus. ruckus is pretty yeah. good, actually. <laughs> I'll go with that. Um, yeah. But yeah, any want for uh, a new Smash Brothers? Uh, Smash kind of passed me by a little bit because uh, I never had a GameCube when I was a kid. But I did. I played a bit of Smash. I don't know if I would because I don't have a Switch myself. And so I don't know if, you know, this isn't a console seller for me. Right, personally, but so many people were excited about it. It's always nice to see people getting excited, mm. you know, as, as they were about the announcement of Tom Clancy's Long Division. It's <laughs> back, Rich! <laughs> Hooray! Yes, this uh, was uh, unexpected, to be honest. Very much so. Mm. Yeah. Uh, it seems they have been yeah. supporting the the original game quite well since yeah. its release two years ago. Well, everyone's twenty sixteen. Um, apparently. Update 1.8, which is the most recent one. Apparently that uh, made the game uh, fresh again. So it seemed odd for them to suddenly go, hey, we've done this massive patch, but now we're going to release a sequel. Well, to be fair, we don't have anything... That's true. We don't have anything um, resembling a release date. One even, even a trailer. We, like, we, have, we have a logo, isn't it? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, Ubisoft have announced Tom Clancy's The Division 2, and they did say we will be... Uh, or they will be showing off more of it at E3 later this year and uh, yeah development is being handled by Massive Entertainment again with uh, about five or six Ubisoft uh, studios kind of backing them up um, it will be it will run on an updated version of the Snowdrop engine and uh, yeah like it, it's I, I suppose like the first division Please refresh my memory. That started off rocky, didn't it? And then got it kind of um, almost similar to Rainbow Six Siege, or yeah. am I wrong? I, thought, I seem to remember it was no. It kind of started off well, but people ran out of stuff to do quite quickly. Like I never went back to it after I'd finished the story and kind of maxed out my character. Didn't really see much point. I mean, you you found that there were a lot of players who put a lot of time into going to the dark zone. Yeah. And if you tried oh, to go in the dark zone, yes. yeah, and was you'd that, get was annihilated, that? and it just wasn't fun. But if you died in the dark zone, you you'd would lose everything you lose had, everything wasn't you'd it? Collected, the but you would also you could also collect better stuff. Yeah. The dark zone was pretty good. Like me, I was playing it. Like it was good if you didn't really give a shit about kind of winning the game. Yeah. I guess, but it's like, still. Was, I was brawling, in the dark zone, it? and we like the only thing we found was like a hat or something. We were like, "We've got to get the hat out." Like, mm. <laughs> but it's galling if disinfect you disinfect the hat. If you went round and you'd got loads of really cool weapons and things, and you were hanging them off the helicopter rope to transport them out, and then someone shot you at the last minute and you lost everything, um, so that wasn't fun. So it's better that was better to be a high level player who could kind of hold their own in the uh, dark zone. Do you, but yeah, and that's it, where it kind of ended for me the two of you would have played it on the two of you reviewed it didn't you yeah I think. Uh, first thing I reviewed for Video Gamer I don't think I reviewed it but I played a lot of it did yeah did you play much of it after the fact yeah a bit but as as is life as an adult you have to do other stuff not very, very true <laughs> like, so like more yeah. games to review came along I think mm. but um, so does a Division 2 not interest you in the slightest? Uh, I would be interested. I'd be interested to see where it's set, what they do with it, because I thought the setting of the division was one of its best bits. This kind of desolate, snowy New York mm-hmm. was really good. Do you not think um, it'll be sim- like snowy Chicago? Yeah, or- maybe. <laughs> so we'll see. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I am interested, but not mm. like hype, I guess. Mm. I would say. Although I, I hope they give it a good name, like the Division Two, like multiplication, or like yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean cosine or or yeah, no, Division Two co- cosine would be great. What's, yeah. What are those? Other, there was three of them, wasn't uh, there? Division Two quadratic formula. Like. What was it? Oh god, it was um, sin cat sin. That was the other. Sine. No, it's sine. Si- si- what was the other one then? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. 
So, I can't sorry, bad, bad, bad memory. Yeah. Sending you back to yeah. secondary school maths there, Rich. I apologise. Uh, um, but maybe you will be happy to be sent back to World War Two in Battlefield V Five, mm. uh, because yeah, again, as we spoke about last week, that was leaked. Still, no official word on this just yet. But apparently, uh, Games Beat have found out that well, not a, they have found out. But the facts of this are apparently that it will include a co-op mode and the campaign will it'll follow a similar path to Battlefield 1 right. where it's store a number of yeah. different stories from soldiers throughout the war which I think generally speaking people enjoyed didn't they? Yeah it was quite good the campaign was pretty good um, but correct me if I'm wrong isn't this kind of a series first as well co-op? I don't remember any Battlefield games before this one having that's co-op That's an interesting yeah right? that's a so that would be pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wonder if it'll be split screen as well. Well, th- again, yeah, that's not. I wouldn't have thought no one does split no. screen anymore. Uh, yeah, no, that's true. So I was trying <laughs> to think of some examples, yeah, and I couldn't. Everyone off the top needs of my to buy head. a copy of the game. Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, and everyone will buy a copy of Call of Duty Black Ops Four, which was officially announced. Um, and obviously, is the other war shooter that you yeah. can guess, yeah. but. I'd imagine this will be set in... Where is Black Ops now? Is that... I can't remember. Is that modern day or is Black that like Ops? Vietnam yeah, or something? Russia or somewhere. I don't know. But no, Black Ops 3 went into like um, kind of that, near that, future, that future with um, exo suits and jetpacks and things. So um, I don't really know where, where Call of Duty Black Ops 4 will lie. But they could go back in time, couldn't they? Yeah, you know, look, why you not? Know, you know, why not? Because didn't... Was it Black Ops 2... That was told through an interrogation or something. Yeah. And that's, you played yeah. the memories of... That's the only one I haven't played, but I know that that had futuristic bits as well. Uh, but the, the official reveal, like, I love it. Like, it's, it's been announced, but, like, so we will reveal it uh, on the 17th of May, uh, which I'd imagine will be similar to last year's version yeah. where it'll be in a big fuck-off hangar or something like that. Do you think yeah. they quickly confirmed this because of the, um, the merch leaks. leak? <laughs> yeah. uh, well, I would imagine so, because a basketball player that I don't have his name to hand, so I can't remember his name. Uh, James Harden. Well done, Rich Walker. Uh, he was like I don't know walking into a basketball game yeah. with a Call of Duty Black Ops 4 hat <laughs> so where did you get the hat James? bit clumsy oh, that isn't it? bit clumsy yeah. yeah I mean obviously they had sent him uh, a bundle of goodies to go promote this but you know yeah. like not right the second he was leaving the house he was like fuck I need a hat need pissing a hat. rain outside <laughs> need a hat to cover my head this, this one will do this one will do it's just four orange lines on it yeah, what am I going to do what could go that? wrong um, but uh, I will of I think this is interesting because I'm not sure what the deal is with it. But Call of Duty Black Ops 4 is coming out on the 12th of October. Mm. That's two weeks earlier than they always do. What are they playing at? If they had changed it all the time, Mm. I wouldn't say anything. But why? What do they know that we don't know? What are they trying to get in before? Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, Are they staying away from Red Dead? Isn't Red Dead later in October? Maybe they're trying to get in people Ooh, ahead Re- of Red Dead. Red Dead's like the 27th, I thought. You're right. Something, yeah, yeah. Something like that. Is, Red De- is Rockstar the only thing that can move Call of Duty? Possibly. Mm. I mean, Red Dead Redemption 2 is pretty big. Highly anticipated. Very much so. Um, Hot shit. One of my, personally, uh, my highly anticipated games of this year is Far Cry 5. You've only got two weeks to wait, I know. I, I, I am looking forward to it. Um, and Far Cry 5 has a new mode called Far Cry Arcade, which sounds like it could be cool, and also like it could be far too much work, <laughs> and most will never do anything with it. Yeah, the map editors yeah, have always passed me by, because they're always slightly too complicated. Uh, this map editor, so it, yeah, it allows you... I don't think it's like Little Big Planet style where you can create your yeah. own games, but so it'll still be the basic uh, Far Cry 5 gameplay. But you can create maps using the assets of all previous Far Cry games, uh, as well as Assassin's Creed, Black Flag, uh, Unity, and Watch Dogs. Mm, it's pretty amazing. So I think, cool. I think the possibilities with that mm. could be interesting. Imagine the mashups you could make, the crazy Watch Dogs, Assassin's Creed mm. levels. But yeah. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's probably going to be a little bit too difficult. So, yeah. as most of them are, really. Uh, but do you know what? Do you know what isn't difficult? 
Go on. Don't know. <laughs> what, what do you want? Playing games without having to part with money. Mm. That's not Free difficult. Free games? Well, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Parts of games. Uh, because, I mean, it kind of saddens me a little bit that this is news, but both God of War and State of Decay won't have microtransactions, which is good. Uh, so on Twitter, uh, an image of God of War, I, can't, I don't know, was it Corey Barlog? who mm. is the director of God of War, did he post an image of a menu a or menu, something? Yeah. Um, and it looked like there was a, a currency, an in-game currency or like something. two currencies, which always rings alarm bells. Like yes. There's one sort of currency on, currency on the right side and then sort of gold coins on the left. And so someone was like, uh-oh, microtransactions. Yeah, mm. I mean, not that anyone has played it in this room. No. But maybe at some point we will be able to talk Mm-hmm. more clarity yeah. about that <laughs> yeah uh, so yeah this uh, this person on Twitter asked Corey Barlog what's going on here is there microtransactions and Corey said no freaking way with three exclamation marks three exclamation marks yeah. didn't put an apostrophe after the N in no. freaking no. he was that he just <laughs> I'm not really sure what that shows that's, us that's how objectionable <laughs> microtransactions are to Corey Barlog um, but Undead Labs have also confirmed that State of Decay 2 won't have microtransactions. Jeff Strain uh, of Undead Labs was speaking to IGN and didn't really go heavy in on, on it whatsoever, but he just said, yeah, don't worry about it. I think you people, want to pay for things. People were worried there might be because the game has quite a low price point and because they are becoming so prevalent. But wasn't, wasn't the first State of Decay a, not a budget title as it such? It was an but Xbox a, Live arcade thing, so was, I think it was about 50. 15 quid, something like that. Mm. Maybe 20. Uh, so, yeah. But it had been, it had a placeholder price of like $50 or £50 pounds for a while. So people were like, oh, it's going to be the price of a full price game. Yeah. But it, it ain't. Mm. It's $30. In a moment of microtransactions. So that's, that's yeah. good. I don't know if Days Gone is going to have microtransactions. It doesn't seem like the sort of game that would. It doesn't. No. But, you know... It's there are many others <laughs> that don't seem like they would be the we'll games. We'll have to wait a bit longer yes. to find out. There you go, Rich, <laughs> because it's now coming out in 2019. Uh, the day it was spotted on the PlayStation Store. Uh, the release date had just been changed from 2018 to 19, and uh, Sony then told Eurogamer that that is correct. The game isn't coming out until next year. A game that was first shown off in 2016. I think Fuck, that's was it mad. Really? Yeah. Mm. That is mental. Well, Sony did a lot of this, didn't they? Showing off games far too early. We said yeah. this before, and yeah. then it means that, like, come next E3 or whatever, they're like, the shit. Same stuff. Yeah, yeah. Just recycling through the exact <laughs> so same thing. So then oh, they no, show we got something nothing. else that is ah. now until, like, 2020. Yeah, yeah. Well, maybe, maybe Sony should, like, maybe they should just, like, relax and maybe play ball with people. Stop trying maybe. to, yeah. stop trying to, like, keep the ball in their own court and say, get out of our court. This is our ball. Yeah. We're going to play with nice? this when we want to and we're going to invite the people we want to because we can't control the message with other people. But they're, they're just, do- they're just not. They're, just, they're doing they're it again. <laughs> they're doing it fucking again because Fortnite, uh, so that is coming to mobile now uh, and there will be cross-platform play with PC, mobile, and Xbox players, mm-hmm. and there'll be cross-platform play with PC, PlayStation, and mobile players. Yeah. So there, <laughs> there's one clear yep. uh, difference in there uh, in the consoles. So on Twitter, someone said, uh, I don't know who they tweet Phil Spencer or who they tweeted, but they they were like, "Oh, it would be great if." We just had everyone in mm. together, and Phil Spencer said, "Me too." And then the Fortnite Twitter account said, "Me three. Oh, Sony, you're listening. <laughs> so Microsoft issued a statement to Kotaku about this, uh, and they said Microsoft has long been a leading voice in encouraging the adoption of cross-platform play and the potential of connecting players across PC, mobile, and all consoles. We worked closely with Nintendo to allow cl- cross-network play between Xbox and Switch, and our offer to do the same with PlayStation players still holds. For any other questions regarding Fortnite cross-network play between Xbox and PlayStation, please reach out to Epic or Sony, and Epic or Sony keeping stum, mm. not saying a word other than Epic's little me three. There. This happened with Rocket League as well. Happened didn't it? with Rocket League. Mm. Happened with Minecraft yeah. happened with was there another one what are Sony so afraid of um, the big, security what, apparently the security stuff yeah. Oh, yeah, which, which is say. an excuse that Microsoft used 
oh, what game was that? It was some other game like in 2010 or 11. Right. Microsoft used the same type of excuse. So like, well, we can't control it. Mm. Uh, whereas at the time, Sony was like, yeah, sure. So like, this, <laughs> the clear thing here is Mark Leader is always going, right. no. no. <laughs> so I get it, right? Mm. Uh, they want people, like they don't want Xbox players to be able to play with their PlayStation friends. Mm. They want the Xbox players to have to buy a PlayStation to play with their PlayStation friends. Right, yeah, I see. I'm not saying that's the right attitude to have. I'm no. just saying that that is what I'm guessing yeah. their attitude towards this. Possibly. Yeah. Um, which, I th- I don't know, I, I think in the last few months, Sony, like, a, a bit of good press would do then the world of good, I think, and something like this, where everyone else seems to be open to the idea. Mm. I don't know why you wouldn't. No, me neither. Um, but, you know, I'm sure they have their reasons. Uh, I'm sure Blue Point Games also have their reasons for making another you know, remake, Rich. That was yeah. a pretty sick one. That um, is sick, yeah. They <laughs> are uh, moving on from Shadow of the Classes because this is released. <laughs> and they are remaking a new game they told Digital Foundry. And uh, Marco Thrush, great name. <laughs> Blue Point's president and co-owner said, well, uh, we... What did he say? Um... No, that quote doesn't work here, actually. <laughs> um, but basically, they are making a new remake. What I'm guessing it's another PlayStation one, because that's their, their pedigree. That's I are thought, they owned yeah. by Sony? Uh, I don't think so, because they made the Metal Gear collection, which was You're multi-platform, yeah, didn't yeah. they? Uh, but they have been kind of focused solely on Sony properties lately. So I is, would is suspect... There a, is there a Sony property, Alice Bell, that you would like to see be remade a la Shadow of the Classes. I don't know. So like all fancy, nice, shiny like cause the Shadow Classes remake is very pretty. But they also it's said a very nice looking I can't game. think of anything they also Sony only. Maybe bigger in scope. PlayStation All Stars Battle Royale. <laughs> yeah. Maybe they'll do a God of War to time maybe. with Dad of God. True. They've done three so maybe they could go back and do one and two in Ascension maybe mm. in a little Bundle, uh, yeah, perhaps. Ascension is the one that most people missed. Really, they've already remade them once on the PS3, though. Oh, they oh, they remastered they did, them. Sorry, they? they remastered them. So yeah, they didn't like yeah. properly remake them. No, so maybe they could do proper remakes of those. I don't know, but they said the game is bigger in scope than Shadow of the Colossus, which makes me yeah, think but it's going to be. What does that be... mean? Because well, like, Shadow know. of the Colossus isn't actually a very big game; it just has big mm. things. In I, think, it. I think scope yeah. is. A, I find scope a very funny word in relation yeah. to games development because what. Like, yeah, does that mean a massive open world or does that mean a condensed world but, like, a lot's going on in it or... That's where my brain went, to massive open world. So I was starting to think of, hmm, what open world games could they remake? Uh, And I couldn't think of any. (laughs) That is also a Sony... Yeah. Mm. ...property. Yeah. Because they've already done Uncharted. Uh, Yeah. Well, a few years ago now, but... But I tell you one game they won't be remaking. What's that? Final Fantasy VII. No, because they're already remaking it. I'd say, well, are they? It's taken them a while. Yeah. Um, <laughs> because, uh, so yeah, Final Fantasy VII remake on PlayStation 4 is apparently at, quote, satisfactory levels. Um, so uh, Gamatsu spotted a job listing on the company's website, uh, which, uh, basically, yeah, they're, they're still hiring for, uh, for people for this remake um, this was first shown off in 2015 like this this is is this ever going to come out I'm I not, don't know. I'm not sure uh, it, they did confirm that it is going to be released in two parts isn't it really I didn't know that oh. I, be, I believe so it's off memory anyway I think they're uh, because the, f- the original game was on two discs three three discs three discs mm. um, so I just I to do people People care. People I mean, give a shit. I love Final Fantasy VII, and it's one of my favourite games. You know, in my teenage years, but I am starting to lose interest in this. The the more it goes on and on, you know, and they're they're not really showing enough, and there's not enough to hold on to to latch on to. Like I'm not even it's basically just been cinematics, really. Yeah, right? like, pretty much. There's nothing. There's no real sort of gameplay that I've seen. Really, mm-hmm. right? It all all seems a bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. Vaporware. But enough about remakes and remasters, mm. all right? I, I want to talk about new games. I'm sick 
to death <laughs> of all these fucking old games. I know, right? Lord of shit. So on to the games that we have been playing this week. Rich Walker. <laughs> Burnout Paradise Remastered. <laughs> I've been playing this week. What's it like? It's uh, Burnout Paradise, but remastered. Cool. So, uh, <laughs> Uh, it looks lovely on the Xbox One X. It runs at a lovely smooth 60 frames per second. Um, I was playing it last night, and I was starting to get a little bit bored with it, to be honest. Shit, all, hold on. How much time have you put into it? Yeah. I put, I've played it for about three, four hours, and I'm already kind of like, ugh. I, is, I, that, is that because when revisiting this, you're like, oh, I was like, nostalgia was clouding yeah. Really? Well, do you so know you don't what? Want to, so is it not as good as you remember? Or I ha- remember having more fun with Burnout Three and Burnout Revenge. Those two, and Burnout Paradise. There are quite a few frustrations, like the way you start races and you can't sort of restart a race if you fuck it up, and just little niggly things, little annoying, little annoyances. And uh, I mean, the remaster job's fine; it's very nice and all, but. If you if you're playing on Xbox, you can already play the original via backward compatibility. Mm. So, yeah, I yeah mean, but not all prettied up and with all the DLC yeah, and yeah, yeah. I mean, there is that. Because this this is essentially the PC version, but available for console players. I mean, I it, it genuinely does look lovely, and you know the the fundamental racing and the road rage events are great. But then there's events like uh, the burning laps, which are a bit boring and marked man's annoying um i might be the only one who thinks this though so you're not having fun driving through the the billboards the, and yeah stuff. The billboards yeah it's all right <laughs> yeah it's fine you know i just think is it just a lack of content i don't even think it's a lack of content I, I just feel again i remember burno paradise having loads like having yeah. so much it was almost hard to fathom and get around to mm. doing everything but again I haven't played it in Christ however uh, long I just feel like I was doing the same shit over and over a lot uh, replaying it whereas um, I don't know it felt kind of new and exciting 10 years ago and now I'm sort of like oh, I've been there sort of done that 10 years isn't that long really you know, it needs another 10 years, then bring it out, and I'll be like, oh, I don't remember any of this, that kind of thing. I mean, you raved about Shadow of the Colossus, and that was, what, 12 years? Isn't the much well, there of you go. Yeah. Yeah, but Shadow of the Colossus is amazing. I mean, that, that really holds up. It's not, it's incredible. It's one of the best games ever made, and I won't hear anything to the contrary. So would, uh, yeah, would you, would you have been more interested in the Burnout 3 remasters? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I loved that game, and it was, it was better because of its simplicity, you know, it's a series of events. You don't have an open world to drive around. I don't necessarily need that in a racing game. Um, but that's Burnout Paradise. But that's Burnout like, Paradise. I, mean, I know, exactly. I'd prefer the old Burnout games. That's just me. Do I enjoy driving around the place, lift, listening to a bit of a bit of Axel or a bit of Avril or a bit of, <laughs> I don't know, another lead singer with A? The soundtrack is good, yeah. Alan... <laughs> yeah, he's got a track in the game. Does yeah, he? Bonus good. track just for the remastered version. <laughs> good to hear. I'm glad he's yeah. getting. Um, no, do getting you know, maybe harsh. I'm maybe I'm being a little bit harsh, but um, I don't know. I just felt like I was getting a little bit bored with it. You, you know, that's just me. That's my opinion. Don't hate me. That's fair. Listen, yeah. Rich. If I had say a couple of dialogue options in front of me now and yeah, if yeah. I was to respond to what you just said I wouldn't pick the I hate you one oh, but I think I probably would pick the passive aggressive one like <laughs> fair enough ellipses okay. or something along those lines <laughs> fine um, which is quite handy because you have some of those options in a game called the Red Strings Club mm. Strings Club yeah. <laughs> which John Connery appears in apparently um, so yeah in my crusade to play the uh, to play all, games, to play, to play games, play all the games that I missed. Uh, the Red Strings Club is the latest, which was originally out in January. Is time, it as good as Alice says it was? Uh, yes, mm. I really like this game. Yeah. Actually, it's fucking oozes style. It is a really just a cool fucking game. Mm. Um, I'm glad you like it. I thought you'd like it. Yeah, you no. tend to like a lot of the weird little indie wank things I like. <laughs> yes, no, I do. I do. I'm a fan of a bit of weird indie wank. Um, yeah, yeah. Like is so the, like yeah, you spoke about all this two months ago, or whatever. But like the, you've three 
three ways to play the game via three different characters. And thankfully, the best way is the one you spend the most time with, which is the mixing drinks. Mm-hmm. So yeah, someone comes up to the bar and to get information off of them, you must try and, uh, I suppose, yeah, pick a, a mood, serve them a drink to reflect a mood in them. Right. Um, and I think that works quite well, actually. I don't think even this, the mixing drinks is fiddly. I think it's cool. It's, it's yeah. just, it works very well. The other two, the well, one of them, which is where you're um, putting implants in people um, and you have to, like, uh, I suppose, mould an implant for them on a lathe. I think it's all right. I thought it was a bit fiddly because um, your hand is a little yeah. bit kind of floaty and I was making mistakes sometimes um, or like picking the wrong uh, tool to use. Um, so I thought that was a bit floaty and then the end sequence is, is I think it works works quite well. Uh, I thought the end sequence became a bit trial and error but you I spend will say that, yeah. the most time in the bar anyway. So Yeah, the end sequence does become a bit, a bit trial and error. Um, but... Yeah, overall, I just thought it was a, just a, a really interesting story that, yes, we've seen it mm-hmm. many times before, you know, big mega corporation in this sti- um, cyberpunk kind of world wants to better humanity, uh, but, like, is, is it for the betterment of humanity? And then mm-hmm. you as a player must try and figure things out. And I, I just quite liked it. I thought it, yeah. it delivered it quite well and asked questions of the player about... Uh, quite heavy topics and it handles most heavy topics very well now obviously um i was coming to this months after um the controversy around the game surrounding a um transgender character within it and because i knew that now i know when you played it the mm. first time alice you didn't come across the the yeah the, i don't i think i skipped it or skipped it because the there is there is there is a way to n- not come across it mm. and I would have been able to do that as well but because I had knowledge of it happening in the game I wanted to kind of see it for myself really um, well that's one of the, the problems I think is you could see it to a greater or lesser amount yeah because basically there's a, a sort of a puzzle in the game that involves finding a the password to someone's computer and um, I think I just like because I had approached it a certain way I was able to just ring up and ask for it um, but uh, if you uh, can't do that then you have to kind of look at like what the password clue is and all this kind of stuff and it turns out to be the dead name of a trans character and people reacted badly to it and they're, they're like there are parts of the, there, there are aspects of it where like if, if you're playing from a certain direction you might have to look into like a medical history and all this kind mm-hmm. of stuff and like um, so I think people were kind of unhappy about that. And it's yeah. something that almost completely passed me by when I played the game. Yeah. Um, now, I, I suppose there's just two schools of thought in this as uh, was shown around the time of the controversy as one of the, I think it's only three people who worked on the game, yeah. which is an astounding achievement in, in and of itself. But one of uh, the people who worked on the game is transgender herself and kind of said that this is... This reflects what I kind of deal with on a day-to-day basis. So, like, yeah, I, I kinda, it's one of those things where I see both sides of the coin, which is what the game is in many ways. Mm. Um, it is about... Like, there's kind of no real right or wrong answer in it, which I quite enjoyed. I like the bits where you get kind of get interrogated. So there's a character in it who's an android, right. and they will ask you about your kind of moral approaches to so they they say like if you were in charge and yeah what would you make impossible or possible and stuff and and they'll ask you like but why is this because i think i said like well people should be allowed to like murder and all this kind of stuff but then like in because like that free will and whatever and then yeah. instinctively the, um without thinking about it i just clicked on oh no i'll ban rape rape's horrible like you shouldn't mm-hmm. be allowed to rape yeah, people yeah. and then the android was like well, why is it okay to do that and not that and what and we'll directly ask you oh, wow. to kind of justify mm-hmm. your point of view on things which i thought was really interesting it's a, v- a very 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 good game mm-hmm. I, 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 I should seek it out i thoroughly enjoyed it uh rich walker i think i'm gonna have to seek out 
this Tesla versus Lovecraft, because I don't mm. know an awful lot about it, but I know you've played it. Well, it's a twin-stick shooter, and uh, I've played a lot of twin-stick shooters, and I thought, oh... I've played a lot of twin-stick yeah, yeah. shooters in my day. <laughs> Here's another one from uh, a developer kind of known for twin-stick shooters. They made uh, one called Crimson Land, uh, one called Jidge. J-Y-D-G-E, Judge, Jidge, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> and one called Time Recoil. They, they, they've made a lot of them, so I was kind of like, oh, another one, okay. But this one's actually surprisingly quite good. Um, moves at quite a pace, gets quite hectic quite fast, but it's got a lot of quite cool mechanics. You have like this, uh, you play as Nikolai Tesla, the inventor, and you have this Tesla pack, and you can kind of warp around levels through things. Um, and you're fighting the monsters from the imagination of of H.P. Lovecraft, the horror author. Uh, it's a bit mad, but so it, it it's really sound. fun. Yeah, and the weapons are fun, and uh, yeah, it's just kind of um, a complete um, complete mania. Is, is, yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Is mm. it is it mayhem? Like, is it is it kind of bullet hell mayhem? Or well, they don't really fire many projectiles at you. They're like two or three different types of monster that fire stuff but it's generally just the numbers they kind of plague the screen and you've just got to kind of zip around and manage them the best you can you get loads of perks and different things that help you uh you collect pieces of a mech this tesla mech if you collect six pieces you can have this mech for a limited time and just kind of obliterate everything but it is manageable yeah because yeah. that, that's one gripe I have with many like twin stick shooters is that sometimes it can be because you are just like firing Mm. just a ridiculous amount of uh, projectiles of people that can become a little bit it's uh, I don't know messy busy well it's manageable because you've got the warp so you can warp out of danger if it gets too much you've got three kind of of those and you've got a cool down on it so um, you've got that and then the different perks you've got like one that ricochets bullets off the wall you've got one that uh gives you more health you got one that uh gives you two barrels you got one that gives you faster firepower faster speed blah, yeah, blah, so, blah. so there's a bit of customization here as well yeah kind of you you pick two perks each time you level up within a level so you you level up as in each level as you go and you get to pick from one or two perks and you know you can get to like level 10 or 14 on some of them so you get loads and loads of perks so you, you become this crazy killing machine and it's just super fun and um I did one of the planes. There's the normal plane, then there's like the uh, Eldritch plane and another plane. So there's three different planes you've got to try and save. Uh, so yeah, it's cool. I'd recommend it. It's out today on PlayStation 4, I believe, and out later this week on Xbox One. But yeah, really good fun, really enjoyable. You were almost a jill sandwich. It's me, Mario. Would you kindly listen? Let's go bowling. This is my favourite store on the Citadel. War never changes. Every week on the Video Gamer Podcast, I test the gaming knowledge of my colleagues with a simple game called Who Am I? I give five clues to the identity of a video game character and you add spell and you reach welcome give me the correct answer or if you do say stop and then say an answer to clue number one. <laughs> my first appearance in a video game came in 2009. 2009, okay. Mm. Clue number two, I have appeared in... Three games in my series. Three games, with the latest being released in 2014 or 2014. Stop. Uh, Rich Walker. You, uh, Geralt? Incorrect. <laughs> Clue number three. I was described as a quote, svelte, exotic-looking young woman, end quote. So not Geralt. In my, de- <laughs> in my developer's character file for me. Ah. Clue number four. I am a witch who values independence and power. Ah. Uh, Clue. Stop. Alice no. Bell. Stop. We've done Bayonetta, haven't we? Is that your answer? Yeah, Bayonetta. Incorrect. Yeah. Oh. oh. There's two, but the third one. Clue number five. My name comes from a LARP my writer did once. My name... Co- that, there is a clue in there. <laughs> my name comes from a LARP my writer did once. 
So to go through the clues once again, clue number one, my first appearance in a video game came in 2009, 2009. Clue number two, I've appeared in three games in my series, with the latest being released in 2014. Clue number three, I was described as a, quote, svelte, exotic-looking young woman, end quote, in my developer's character file for me. Uh, Clue number four, I am a witch who values independence and power. And clue number five, my name comes from a LARP my writer did once. No idea. So my name comes from a LARP. What is a LARP? Live action roleplay. Okay, so what, if you were to hazard a guess, what kind of game is this? An RPG? Mm, Fancy yes, RPG? Yes, you are both correct. So I will give you five seconds. Oh, shit, shit, shit. Four, uh, three. Uh, Morgan. Two. Did no Stop. One say- Stop, Morgan. And this week's winner is Alice oh, Bell. You had to get that one, to be fair, didn't you? I mean, I, I was wondering. Well, yeah. immediately, when you were like 2009 and then later said 2014, I was like, that's Dragon Age Estates. So. Yeah, <laughs> do you know what I, I don't know Pen- why I didn't get it. Pen- Penny should have dropped for me as well, then. Uh, Damn. So to go through the clues, my first appearance in a video game came in 2009, Dragon Age Origins. Clue number two. I have appeared in three games in my series, with the latest being released in 2014, Dragon Age Inquisition. Clue number three, I was described as a svelte, exotic-looking young woman in my developer's character file for me. Apparently. Uh, clue number four, I am a witch who values independence and power. Is that correct? That is correct, yeah? Is that right? I would right? say that's correct. Yeah. I mean, sure. yeah, I, again, I, yeah. just, you know, Wikipedia, it's wonderful. And clue number five, my name comes from a LARP. My writer, David Guider, or Gator, Gator. Uh, yeah. did once. <laughs> so there you go. I didn't know that. Bra- Bravo! Well done, Alice Bell. I'm on a roll. You are, aren't you? <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll well, have to. I, I'll tell you. What's your favorite? What's your favorite game of all time? I'll do a Metal Gear Solid one yeah, or yeah, next yeah, week. Yeah, which. Yeah. Hey, you out there! Have you got a question or a comment or an opinion for us? Well, you better fucking send it in, okay? <laughs> and if you do, I'll read it out at this part, and we'll um, answer it. And we will answer it, and I won't be aggressive while I'm doing. It. I'm actually quite. You, are, uh, you look quite angry. I'm quite an <laughs> yeah. affable guy. Yeah. Um, listen. But just send them in, okay? You fucker. <laughs> you can do that by emailing <laughs> us uh, at podcast at videogamer.com or by replying to the tweet we send out every Tuesday looking for your questions. I, you looked quite cross then. I, he was, I, can, I wish I can the listener could have seen. I'm a, were, I'm a was... marvellous thespian. I don't know if you know that, but I'm He was wonderful. gesticulating with a pen. Mm, <laughs> He's going... Excuse me, that's that's what po- no. As I was poli- scared. As a politician, you can't point. No, you it, you point with your point, thumb, isn't it? The thumb point is the Tony Blair, and someone. But is it po- think- is it a gun like a that? Or no, it's is just because it it's aggressive. Ball, ball into a fist and use your thumb. Well, it's it's. What's that? You can't, like point your so thumb. So it's just more like a yeah, fist. The, the thumb does seem. So quite the thumb point was the Tony yeah. Blair, and then I think it was David Lloyd George took up smoking so that he would hold a pipe and would just gesture with his pipe. Because ah. pointing is aggressive and people he don't like it. He took up smoking yeah, I know. for that. That's dedication. That's you know amazing. One day I want to I want to gesture with a pipe. I'm going to take up pipe smoking. You can do that later today if you yeah, want, Rich. May, maybe. <laughs> um, so, Shadow Facts. Uh, asks us a question is nostalgia the meaning of haste <laughs> is nostalgia a good and lovely thing or kind of rubbish and sad it's th- both isn't yeah, it that's what I was going to say both. it's nice to revisit things but also like I think if we just keep redoing the same things over and over again we're leaving nothing for the next generation so mm-hmm. which is a terrible disservice or poignant yeah. beautiful yeah. Uh, Drew asks what are the best multiplayer games on Switch I've got Mario Kart Puyo Puyo Tetris and Overcooked but what others would you recommend uh, Superclips is apparently very good mm, I've played that actually <laughs> it's one of the few Switch games I've played yeah. and it's, it's quite good yeah uh, I suppose yeah as a co-op um, option I mean people who play Splatoon on the reg enjoy it Splatoon's very good yeah um, but it's a you can't really do co-op on Splatoon. Wait, was it was it co-op specifically? Mm-hmm. Well, multiplayer. Well, yeah, it's, it's multiplayer. multiplayer. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, Sean asks, what was the last game you played that truly surprised you? I've just finished playing Rhyme and I thought it was amazing. Not the type of game I would normally play. Ooh. What was the last Ooh. game that surprised you that made you go, hey? This is special. Probably hey. what remains of Edith Finch. Oh, you oh, yeah. fucking bastard. Yeah, that was literally sorry. one that came to my head. Yeah, because I, I didn't know anything about it. And then I, after I played it, I was like, shit, that was incredible. It was really, really good. Yeah. I love the idea of, of games being just another medium for storytelling rather yeah. than a game, which mm-hmm. I think is, is great. Um, I'm sorry, well, I'm not able to accept that as your answer, Alice. <laughs> uh, I played one last week, which did actually surprise me, very pleasantly surprise me in a number of ways. I'm not allowed to talk about Oh, fuck's sake. Oh. Well, mine yeah. is probably another one that came to mind. Yakuza Zero. 
that surprised me. Yeah. I mean, maybe it shouldn't have because I was being told you will enjoy this and I was seeing things. Was well, the beginning of a beautiful love affair? It most certainly right. was. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so, Jana Fang asks After Metal Gear Survive, what other games should be lobbed into a different dimension for seemingly no reason? I like that idea. Because Metal Gear Survive was such a huge success. <laughs> We've got to run with this. Um, but just no no reason. FIFA. I think that's the- FIFA. Let's let's throw FIFA into another yeah. dimension. Right. as well. Fuck yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, interesting. So you don't want to put a bad game in there? Just you said uh, for no reason. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, okay. I, Final Fantasy. Actually, <laughs> you wouldn't like to see FIFA. Just uh, suddenly you're playing on the pitch and wormholes open up. <laughs> 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 the stadium gets sucked through and come uh, on, that'd be a winner. Yeah, that would be quite good. Yeah, right, okay. Uh, Ross. Uh, Ross says, have you ever been so mad at something that you've been tempted to jump the guardrail? What does that mean? I don't know, actually. Specifically, I mean, I get very cross at Ready Player One, as you well know, but you'd have to be... Have you, speaking of, I haven't seen them myself. very well, yeah. But yeah, apparently it's being reviewed. Well, well. I did, it's split, not entirely on on gender lines, because some women do like it as well, but uh, the people that don't like it, I've seen, are the people that aren't... Exclusively women aren't fucking 35 to 40 year old white dudes <laughs> I, uh, and he, what was he described it as in the office yesterday because I thought it was perfect it's like a lonely wank or something I think. <laughs> I'm sure the film's a lonely, right, hand a lonely wank lonely when hand do you job, have a wank in a crowd full of people yeah. some people are into that you don't know uh, James asks I'm currently I'm currently spending uh, obscene amounts of time writing my dissertation in my school's library, so won't get around to listening to this week's podcast till the 23rd. What game would you recommend playing once I'm done? The, well done, James. Do your schoolwork. Yeah. We'll but, be out by then. Um, the 23rd of March. Is uh, that Far Cry? Uh, no, 27th. Sea of Thieves. Sea of Thieves sea will of thieves. be out. Is God of Dad out? No, no it's like April. April yeah. Oh, yeah, it is. Fucking hell. Uh, God, um, drawing a blank. I mean, Sea of Thieves, maybe people seem to. Nino like Cunny, two. Oh, yeah. Shit, it's out on that day. Yeah. Mother of fuck. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay. I don't know if we can recommend them because I haven't played them. Yeah, yet. <laughs> but those are the games that will be out around that time. Uh, Mark asks, "Do you like Nintendo's way of announcing new games, or do you prefer games being announced at a big press conference like E3? And why? Why? Why, Alice? Uh, I prefer Nintendo's way of doing things because it means I don't have to." fucking do a nine hour flight yeah, to another exactly. country I know it, I know. I sound like a massive cock complaining mm. about it but uh, yeah I, I would love it if there weren't any big trade shows because yeah. then we could all just stay Some home people and would have a lovely time kill to do E3 wouldn't they but I don't think they realise <laughs> what it's actually like it is really cool like mm. to be there um, but it is also work mm-hmm. so it's not like I get a nice like a nice holiday no and LA is not a nice city either. especially that um, but I think Nintendo's way of doing things is really cool because they get to do it all on entirely their own terms and then there's that cycle of like I think it was Chris Gullion was like people get really hyped like a new Nintendo Direct is announced people get really hyped based on like assuming there's going to be a huge new announcement there isn't because it's just a Nintendo Direct uh, and then the fans get mad and then a new Nintendo Direct is announced and then the mm-hmm. cycle starts again and I like watching all that Mm. Noah asks, is there anything you feel the video game industry desperately needs? If so, what and why? Also, hope you're all doing well. Cheers. Thanks, Noah. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Um, Thanks. Heavy, but I think if there's anyone to get to the bottom of this, it is Alice Bell and Rich Walker. <laughs> right, you're just... What, what, bowing out. What does the video... Uh, well, I'm the compare here. What, what, does the, what does the games industry need? I think it needs more of a sense of humour about itself. Just in general. Yes. Overall, like, including people that play games as well. Because like, I get reminded this all the time, but people who, like... Most people who like games aren't, like that into it as much as we are most people that like games don't read specialist sites I think that you could say that for li- all things I yeah think you could say so, that for and all so like, interests and so like well that's what I mean and so yeah, like yeah. all the little like dramas and stuff most people don't give a fuck and they don't know that they even happened mm. and so there's no need to like tweet death threats at a dev for like changing a tiny thing about one of the gun calibrations on their game and there's like there's fucking no need to get mad at someone for giving a game a seven that you haven't played yet but you know yeah. they're wrong <laughs> and and on our side as well like there's no need to like report fucking like a new gameplay trailer like it's the most serious kind of 
war correspondent thing in the world either. <laughs> a new game tra- play trailer has just emerged for the new Call of Duty. And we all do it. Yeah. I'm including <clears> us in <throat> that as well. Because sometimes it's a slow news day and you just go fucking get it out there. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But I think we just all, I think just perspective. Mm. You know? I'm going to agree with everything Alice just said <laughs> because uh, I can't think of anything anything else. Oh, you never so let me down. Seconded. <laughs> <laughs> so that just about does it for this week's edition of the Video Gamer Podcast. Thank you very much, dear listener, for listening. Of course, if you'd like more of us in your ears and to get us 24 hours earlier... Uh, we'll get the, 20, the Video Gamer Podcast 24 hours earlier you can become a VGBG VIP by heading to patreon.com forward slash video gamer just give us $4.50 every month and you get this podcast with an extended bit at the end uh, which will probably um, I might chat about um, my near death experience at the weekend you had a near oh, death wow. experience yeah yeah Fuck. I did indeed um, involving uh, very angry West Ham fans Uh, and uh, yeah you get four monthly podcasts as well this week's podcast is CSI cyber related so look forward to that it always seems to be like a good time Uh, and you can follow us on Twitter if you so wish I am at Conan underscore Hearn Rich is at RichieWA2 Video Gamers on all of your relevant social networks at Video Gamer Common and YouTube YouTube.com forward slash Video Gamer TV but for all of your Video Gamer needs just to do VideoGamer.com and now it's time for my least favourite party show. Yes, this is the party show, Miss Biddle Listener. Adieu. So say goodbye, Rich Walker. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Alice Bell. Goodbye. And say goodbye, Colin Mahern Sloan. Gaffole. <laughs>